three, two, one. Did you know 60% of Americans between the ages of 18 to 29 primarily watch TV on an online streaming service? 60% in comparison to 31% who watched via cable or satellite. That's according to a PEW Research Center survey conducted in 2017. And although surveys provide small insights into trends and patterns, there is no doubt that online streaming services are essential mediums for entertainment today. If you so happen to watch TV exclusively on streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and Hulu, then you are not only part of that 60%, you are part of the cord-cutting movement. A movement where people my age, yeah, the millennial generation, don't pay for cable or satellite TV. We either are living at home with parents who do pay for it, or living on our own, contemplating whether the high cost for multiple channels is worth it. In the end, it's not just millennials that are opting out of buying a service that requires a box, a dish, and a cord. People are opting in on paying for a service that only requires a Wi-Fi connection and high-speed internet, all of which are significantly cheaper than what cable and satellite offer. To me, that's wild. It's wild that today we live in a society where live television is not essential anymore. What's even more wild is the fact that it's been a decade since Netflix revolutionized the way we watch TV shows and movies. Yeah, 12 years ago, Netflix was known as a mail-order blockbuster. Think about that for a second. Streaming and binge-watching a season of a TV series in less than a day was not a thing yet. The only way you could watch a new TV show was renting or buying each individual season on Blu-ray and DVD. Times were definitely tough back then, and I certainly cannot fathom a world without streaming. I know that sounds a little depressing, but don't think for a second that you would be okay without streaming either. Other studies in the last two years have quantified that streaming is rising in popularity, and the reason why I'm so infatuated with this topic is based on the big changes that are occurring in the streaming market. News like Netflix losing subscribers for the first time in eight years to CBS and Viacom merging signal that a lot of change is happening right now before our own eyes. And if you are a consumer of any one of these streaming services, if you consider yourself a cord cutter, buckle up, because this week's episode is called The Streaming Wars. Hey guys, thanks for staying, and before I get into this week's episode, I just wanted to drop a quick thank you to those of you who tune into the podcast. really appreciate the love and support I've gotten and received from you, and I really appreciate you hitting that subscribe and follow button. If you haven't done so already, it really means a lot for me to grow this podcast because I love doing this. I love talking to you and will continue to talk to you. So, streaming wars. Why is streaming wars such an important topic? In my opinion, streaming is at a major inflection point right now. And it's based on the fact that today, consumers have options that extend past Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and Hulu. 
Between this year and next year, companies like Disney, Apple, NBC Universal, and AT&T's Warner Media Division will introduce their own streaming services. But wait, that's not all. Yesterday, Viacom and CBS merged their two media empires, hinting that the merger could spawn another streaming service. If that is true, we will have a total of eight different platforms to stream movies and TV shows. This, my friends, is the streaming wars. It is an arms race between media giants that are all competing to be the number one destination for entertainment. That level of competition may excite you and other consumers, but I'm here to tell you, think again. You see, consumers love options, but having more options means tough decisions. In psychology, that's called overchoice, and we experience overchoice on a regular basis when we are looking to purchase one item. Whether it's at an electronic store like Best Buy or a supermarket like Ralph's, that one item you're looking to buy can have up to 10 different brands. Televisions, cereal, laptops, tomato sauce, headphones, bread. You get the picture. We live in a world where we have options, and sometimes we get buyer's remorse. Sometimes we regret our decisions. We choose the wrong brand, and we say, damn, I should have got that other brand. That right there is a small glimpse into the future of streaming. Consumers are going to be making tough decisions when it comes to paying for the right subscription. And if you're part of the cord-cutting movement, let me tell you why you're already losing a war that is all about you. For one, streaming no longer is a one-stop shop that provides us with catalogs of content. Streaming is now a studio-driven market. That means the content you're paying for is going to be for more originals and exclusives made or produced by that service. You know what I'm talking about. Netflix originals like Stranger Things, Hulu originals like Hands Made Tale, and Amazon Prime originals like Jack Ryan. These TV shows may be at the tip of the spear, but movies are just as important. Look at Netflix. They're double downing on producing more original movies, with Bird Box being their white whale. And although the big three have had major success in producing their own award-winning programming, exclusive shows and movies are not the only reason you and I pay for Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. I don't know about you, but for some reason, my favorite TV series have been non-streaming originals. Whether it's current shows like Mr. Robot or old shows like Mad Men, I've become a fan of these TV shows because these services have a diverse catalog. And now, that is being threatened. Case in point, look at Netflix. This year, Netflix announced that Disney would be pulling its films from its catalog. Pixar and Lucasfilms have slowly left Netflix, and soon, Marvel will follow. But Disney is not the only company that's doing that. Warner Media is allegedly paying $85 million a year to get back titles like Friends off of Netflix. $85 million. But that's not all. NBC Universal is reportedly paying $100 million for titles like The Office to be off Netflix too. Why? It's because all of these media companies are fighting to regain their original content. They need it as a selling point to launch their new service. 
and that essentially has created a market where variety is dead. Let's say you and I love Marvel movies. We love The Office and the Fast and the Furious franchise, and we also love Stranger Things. To get all those titles, we will be paying for three different subscriptions come next year. And this leads me to my final argument about how we, the consumers, are losing the streaming wars. It starts with the price, baby. Cord cutting is dead. Streaming no longer will be cheaper than cable and satellite TV. If you want the streaming of the old, your monthly bill will be as much, if not greater, than the cord, the box, and the dish. Seriously, listen to these numbers. Today, the price for Comcast cable ranges from $24 to $85 a month, while DirecTV ranges from $35 to $110 a month. Remember those numbers because streaming is going to cost you an average of $13 for each service. Today, Netflix costs $12 a month, Hulu $6 a month, Amazon $9 a month, and the only new kid on the block, Disney Plus, released its price, and it's $6.99 a month. Although services like Apple TV Plus, HBO Max, and NBC Universal have yet to reveal their prices, they are estimated to cost between $13 to $15. In the end, these prices are going to rise like everything in life. The reason why Netflix stock got murdered on quarter two earnings was primarily based on its price hike in May. Subscribers did not want to pay $16 for a catalog that was getting thinner and thinner. I myself am starting to question whether I want Netflix now, with competitors like Disney bundling Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for $13 a month. Already, that bundle is enticing, yet I know I'm going to miss shows like House of Cards, Ozark, and Black Mirror. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that the streaming wars is killing our perfect and seamless comfort and having an affordable product that gives us all what we want. Will there be a service out there that bundles all these streaming services? I don't know. But that image and that price tag sounds a lot like cable and satellite. And speaking of those two relics, people will still buy and use the cord, the box, and the dish. Because unlike streaming services, cable and satellite offer live sports and news. At least for the time being. So if you're interested or looking to add a new subscription like Disney Plus, HBO Max, NBC Universal, or Apple TV Plus, think about their catalog. Because if you want variety, you're gonna have to buy multiple services. Is that streaming worth it? Hey guys, thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this week's episode and think someone else will, please share it. You can find me live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and now TuneIn Radio. Until next time, guys, this is Matt signing off for the day.